0: Thank you, brother and sister. So good morning, brother and sister. So my name is Charles. You know, when I pronounced my name uh, a few years ago, so no one understand me. (laughs) So I pronounce my name Charles. So right right now I learn better. My name is Charles. Okay. so finally I can pronounce L. So I'm very joyful to have this opportunity to speak in Calvary Baptist Church. So you know, when I was told I needed to preach today, you know, the first question to me is, what are we, I'm going to share with you, brothers and sisters? So that's a, that's a real question to me. And I think you know the next step, well, we are Christians, right? We are the children of God. We have to pray. So I pray before the Lord for a few days. Then two topics came to my mind. One is the teaching of Christ. Uh, that topic is not easy to share. <laughs> and another one is not easy to share also. The will of God. So let me make a long story short. So finally, I choose to share, to speak here, to preach here, the will of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. So when we think the will of God, we may think, wow, the will of God is too high to reach, right? The will of God. It's too profound to understand. Oh, the will of God is too abstract to practice. Right, am I right? So, but when we read the Bible, you know the Bible tell us this is not so. The fact is not so. The fact is, on one hand, the will of God is high, the will of God is profound, the will of God is abstract, no problem. But the will of God is reachable. The will of God is understandable. The will of God is practical, amen. So we have the real God, we can reach, we can understand. We can practice, so that's good things. So, uh, let me give you some introduction about the will of God. In New Testament, there are many verses mention the will of God, but only one verse mention the characteristics of the will of God is Romans chapter 12, verse two. I see Romans chapter 12, verse two. It said, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern, pay attention, what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable, and perfect, so we have, uh, we found uh, three characteristics of the will of God, the will of God is good, the will of God is acceptable, the will of God is perfect, good, amen, so, uh, you know, how we understand the will of God is good? So the Bible gave us an example. So in the Gospel of Luke, a ruler asked Jesus. Remember the story? A ruler asked Jesus. You know, his first word is good teacher. He called Jesus good teacher. What must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus did not answer his question quick. You know, Jesus first asked him, said to him, Why do you call me good? Jesus continually said, No one is good except God alone. So, God is good. No one is good except God, is God alone. So, God is good. Do you think a bad will can come from God? No way. Never. Definitely the only good will comes from God. No problem. Do we agree? Amen. So then we talk about the acceptable. Acceptable means pleased. So the New Testament tells us when Jesus baptized, God the Father said, This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. So, the will of God is placed. You know, the Christ is the center of the will of God. So that's why the Godfather placed his son. Because Christ is center, the will of God. And also, the first Peter, uh, let me see. The first Peter tells us, Christ, oh, I'm sorry, this is not in the slides. You know, when I prepared the message, so you know, oh, God is living God. So he speaks to me continually. So a couple days ago, I, I sent the slide to our dear brother Dan, arbiter. You know, the living God do not stop speaking. (laughs) <laughs> so, so I have many verses come out, so it's, uh, I have no chance to put in the slide. I read to you, I read to you. So the first Peter tells us, Christ was fallen before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest in the last times for the sake of you. So according to these verses, so we know that Christ is the center of the will of God. Why is God well pleased with Christ? So we have another verse come out. It's a Galatians tell us, Christ gave himself for all sins to deliver us from the present evil age according, pay attention, according to the will of God. Amen. So the Christ died for us. According what? According the will of God. So this is what Galatians tells us. Here you see how acceptable the will of God. So then we we come to the perfect, right? Three characteristics. Good, acceptable, and perfect. So how we understand the will of God is perfect? I think it's easier to understand. Let's see. So you think about the God's creation. So we have a verse, I think this, uh, this one is, uh, should be in the slide. Uh, uh, Revelation, you see here. Yeah. So it says, oh, it says, verse is a Revelations uh, chapter four. I do not remember which verses. Okay, verses 11. <laughs> okay, worthy are you O oh Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power for you. For you created all things and all things they existed and were created by the will of God. So you see, all things they existed and created by the will of God. So that's why all the creation will look Perfect, because the will of God is perfect. He made the perfect in the creation. So you see? So let's think, uh, you know, our eyes is uh, very weak, right? We cannot see very far. So we have to, uh, by the help of a telescope, right? But you know, the universe is perfect, right? So given, we we do not know how many Earths in the universe. (laughs) So, but I believe only one Earth. I believe. So universe is perfect. Look at the sun, the sun is perfect. Look at the moon, the moon is perfect. You know, when I uh, learn something about the moon, it's interesting. The every planet, right? So they, they, they turn, right? You know the moon. Just to make a turn around the earth, but the moon always one face to earth. It's interesting. So the moon is perfect. And think about the mountain. The Mountains perfect, right? So you know the American is good. American is very large, right? I do not remember uh, what's the rank. Maybe rank third, four? The China, I'm from China. China in the area, large, rank two, maybe, maybe three. The first is, uh, is Russia, right? The second is uh, maybe Canada. The third, maybe China. Maybe the American four or five, I do not remember. But you know, the American has the largest field. So many fields can grow. But in China, totally different. In China, many mountains. So the fields are uh, less. So you know, the, when you visit China, you look at the mountains, perfect. Very good, beautiful. The mountains is perfect. Well, uh, except the man-made mountains not perfect. Do we have a man-made mountains? Mountains we fill something, make a mountain with garbage. That's not perfect at all. <laughs> so think about the river. The river is perfect, right? Because it's God's creation. Except, except. We pollute the river. It's not perfect. So anyway, the God creation is perfect. And so the Bible says, so all the old creation, all things the God created is perfect because the way of God is perfect. So let's go on to, to, to try to understand the way of God. You know, prayer is a common life of our Christian, right? So when we pray, we may pray many things about ourselves. right? It's correct. It's, it's good. But if you think about, it, when we pray, do we pray for the things of God? Do we pray for God's interest? You know, Matthew tells us how Jesus teaches his disciples to pray. Like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then, Jesus continued to teach the bread or need, right? In the prayer. This reminds us when we pray, we need to think about God's interest. Three things, the name of God, the kingdom of God, and the will of God, see? So when Jesus teach his disciples how to pray, first the three things is the name of God, the kingdom of God, and the will of God, name of God, will be holy. The kingdom of God will come. The will of God will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So then, in the same book of Matthew, chapter seven, verse 21. Let uh, See, maybe in the slide, I oh, guess here. It's kind of a warning to us. Jesus said, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But the one who does the will of my Father, who is in heaven, will enter the kingdom of heaven, right? So think about our Christian life. We may call upon the name of Lord every day, Lord, Lord. But pay attention. Remember, do we do the will of God? That's a warning to us. If we call the name Lord, Lord, even every day, if we never do the will of God, we have trouble we will not enter the kingdom of heaven. So, this verse reminds us, we call the name of the Lord, it's good. But do not forget, we have to do the will of God. That's for the future. We can enter the kingdom of heaven. So, since the will of God is so important, The will of God is good, is acceptable, is perfect. And all things were created and existed by the will of God. We cannot miss the will of God in your prayer, right? It is almost a criteria, it is almost a criteria for us to do the will of God, to enter the kingdom of heaven. Am I right? It is a kind of criteria. So we cannot ignore the will of God. We cannot look down on the will of God. All these points will lead us to ask a question. What the will of God is? So we have to come quick. So the New Testament someplace we have a, a few places tell us what is the will of God. But today we only, the time is tight. we only cover one point. It's in the Thessalonians chapter four, verse three. It's here. It said, for this is the will of God. Pay attention. What is the will, what is the will of God? What is the will of God? all sanctification this is the will of god it's very clear so it is very clear the will of god is all sanctification then do we understand what sanctification means here so the greek meaning of this word is to make holy it's the same thing it means separate from sins or to set apart from sins. That's easy to understand. But then we have a question, we will ask how to be sanctified for us. Since the will of God is our sanctification, then we must ask a question. How to be sanctified for us, right? Same thing, how to be holy for us. So the New Testament, there are two things tell us, New Testament tells us there are two things which can sanctify us. One is the Holy Spirit. Well, this verse not in the slide. This is uh, <laughs> Lord speaking me. So it's uh, yesterday, day before yesterday. So it's uh, Romans chapter 15, verse 16, it says, to be a minister of Christ Jesus is Paul, right? To the Gentiles in the priestly service of the gospel of God, so that the offering of the Gentiles may be acceptable. Pay attention. Sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Good. You see, we can be sanctified by the Holy Spirit I'm sorry, but today we will not cover this point. But I have to let brothers, sisters know, the first can sanctify us is Holy Spirit. But today we will cover the next one. The other one is the Word of God. So we have a John chapter 17, verse 15 to 17. So this, the background of this chapter is Jesus pray for his disciples before the God of the Father. So Jesus said, I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you may keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Pay attention. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth, so it is very clear. The truth can sanctify us. Same thing, the word of God can sanctify us. So now we come to, the, to my burden of this study, the message. So seeing the will of God is all sanctification. The word of God can sanctify us. So we have a question. What should we do with the word of God? Right? Let me repeat. The will of God is sanctification. The word of God can sanctify us. So then what should we do with the word of God? Right? It's a common question, right? Very simple. I think, brother, sister, you already know the answer. Four letters. R, E, A, D. Read the word of God. Amen. Read the word of God. Read the Bible. That's We are doing the will of God. That's important. This is a burden of today. So, you know, about reading the word of God, we can read the word days. We can read the word nights. We can read the word at home, right? We can read the word on the travel. We can read the word silently. We can read the word loudly. So any, anyhow, we can read the word of God anytime, in any place, in any way. Right? So that's we should read the word of God. So I have a short testimony for brothers and sisters. So but before I give my testimony, so we need to know one thing. To know what? Drunk is not sanctified. Do you agree? Drunk is not sanctified. This is not my speaking. It's the Bible saying. I give you a verse, you see, as the Lord gave me a new verse here, (laughs) not in the slide. It's uh, Ephesians chapter five, verse 18. Do not get drunk with wine, right? If, if you say, "Okay, I, I get drunk with uh, vodka." no way. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> but you may say, do, you know, in China, we have a rice. rice wine. Do not get drunk with rice wine. <laughs> any, any alcoholic drinks do not get drunk." is the Bible say? for that is debauchery. You know, this word is, to me, the a new word. I, I just learned, okay, but be filled with the spirit. So 20 years ago, 20 years ago, I got drunk very often, but since I got saved, I read the Bible every day. I never got drunk again. Isn't that great? Isn't that marvelous? Praise the Lord. I never drunk again because I read the word of God every day. The word of God sacrifice me. Anyone, if you read the word of God, marvelous things will happen. You will be satisfied. The word of God will satisfy you. you were away from many negative things. I'm serious, the reason is very simple. Because I was sanctified by the word of God. You know, the word of God changed my taste. The word of God changed my appetite. The word of God changed my nature. So praise the Lord. So we come to the next, you know, so if you ask why the word of God can sanctify us, it is not difficult to understand. We have two books in New Testament. It's Ephesians and Colossians. Ephesians chapter four, not in the slide. I'm sorry. So verse 24 says to put on the new self. Oh, I do not like this translation. I like the translation, new man. The Greek meaning of this word is man, new man. Put on the new man, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Colossians chapter three verse 10 says, put on the new man which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. According to these verses, we put on the new man. Once we got saved, okay wait a minute, so I think we, we just have a newborn baby, a brother Winthal. Are you here? Yeah, wave your hand and say hello to brother sister. You know, he just got peptides, got baptized last night. <laughs> that means he just put on the new man last night. Right? <laughs> so it's very simple. So let let me ask a question. So what will the new man eat, right? The new man need to eat what kind of food we have for the new man. Right? We, everyone, we have a new man within us, right? Is it hamburger? <laughs> no, 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 no way. It is a uh, sweet and sour chicken? No, 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 that's for our body. So then, what food for the new man within us? I think you know the answer. The food is, the food is the word of God. Amen. So we need to read the Bible. We need to read the word of God because the word of God is the food for the new man within us. So we, we, we have a very old brother. I do not know how old is he. Uh, you can call his ancient brother. His name is uh, Jeremiah. It's very old, right? Jeremiah. So in Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16, you know, you do know what Jeremiah say? He said, your words were found and I ate them. See? The word of God is food. He ate. So you see, the food of new man is the word of God. The word of God provides all the nutritions for the need of the new man. We, we body we need many nutritions, right? We take from food, but the new man within us need many nutritions. Where we find the nutrition? In the Bible. Word of God will provide any nutrition the new man need. Amen, praise the Lord. So let's, let's get to an end. The will of God is our sanctification. The word of God can sanctify us. So if we read the word of God, that means we are doing the will of God, amen. I stop my speaking here. Thank you, brother, sister.